the necessity of praying in tongues today and why it's become so important and necessary that we pray in tongues continually now. This is what I want to talk about. And how do we get filled again where that blessed gift is manifested again through our life in a powerful way, powerful way. Thank you for being with me today. Let's just pray. Blessed Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray, Lord, today use this teaching to ignite the gift of tongues, to ignite and manifest your power through our life and walk in Jesus' glorious name. Fill every one of us afresh today with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. God's people said, Amen and Amen. I've been talking to you about why. Why pray in tongues? Well, first of all, remember there are three types of tongues. The tongues of Acts 2 that they understood. The tongues mentioned in 1 Corinthians 14, beginning at verse 1 through 4, that is mysteries unto God that no one understands. And then tongues for the edifying of the church. That's also in 1 Corinthians 14. We talked about that yesterday. Now, this gift of tongues, let's explain that to you, okay? Now, when the Bible talks about praying in the Spirit and praying with the Spirit are two different, two different and separate things. Praying in the Spirit is when the Spirit of God decides to pray through you because you've yielded to Him. But praying with the Spirit is where you decide to pray in tongues. But tongues, when we pray in tongues, well, we can pray with the Spirit or in the Spirit. So, you've had it happen with you, or you're in the presence of God, you're in prayer, and suddenly Jesus becomes tangible. Next thing you know, you're praying in tongues and don't know why. You didn't even decide to. But the Holy Spirit took over, and now that tongue is fresh and new and fast and powerful, but now you're praying in the Spirit. But there are times when you're at home and you just want to praise the Lord and you say something in tongues or you pray in tongues because you're, you're just excited or something's happening or you're praying for a need. That's with the Spirit. I've explained all that yesterday. So make sure if you missed yesterday's teaching, please go back and listen to it because it's really important. Now, what, what, what happens when we pray in tongues, as we say? Well, number one, we get edified. In, uh, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14, 4, it says we are edified. I mentioned that yesterday. And in Jude, verse 20, it says, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. All right. Now, it also aids in prayer. Romans 8, 26, 27. It says, he knows our infirmities. We know not how to pray with the Spirit of God prays through us. So when we yield to the Lord, we don't know what exactly is going to follow, but he knows and prays through us with groanings. That happens often in tongues, also not just English. Now, thirdly, to aid in prophecy. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 5, the first part says, in order that you might prophesy, and that's what it says, rather than rather, rather, because that word in Greek means pray in tongues in order that you may prophesy. So it triggers the prophetic. And I mentioned all this yesterday for the sake of those who did not hear me, or maybe you missed it. Anyways, another thing, it refreshes the soul. In Isaiah 28, 11 and 12, it talks about how God will speak through stammering lips and tongues to, 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 through 
to his people, but it'll be also a, a time of refreshing and strength. We've seen that happen in your life and my life, where you pray in tongues and you're refreshed, you're renewed. And it brings victory over, over the devil. Ephesians 6, I've discussed all that and more with you yesterday. I'm just revealing it. Now let's give you some new information. Okay. Did David sing in the spirit? I didn't say tongues. I said in the spirit. Now remember that praying in the spirit, I said to you earlier, triggers singing in the spirit. Because it says so in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14 and 15. And then Paul talks about this in, in Ephesians 5. All this was yesterday. Because it says, I will pray and I will sing. So we make decisions. But we trigger the song of the Lord. And the song of the Lord is singing in the spirit. In fact, Hebrews 2.12 says, well, the Lord will praise through the church. He praises his Father through the church. He's going to praise our blessed Heavenly Father. And that is what, what happens when the song of the Lord takes over. Now, David understood that because in Second Chronicles, let's look at it, it's a powerful portion. And today I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray God fills you afresh with the blessed Holy Spirit and empower you again today. Today is going to happen all today. Thank you, Lord. Second Chronicles 29, 27. And Hezekiah commanded to offer the burnt offerings upon the altar. And when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord began with the trumpets, with the instruments ordained by David, king of Israel. And all the congregation worshipped, and the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded. And all this continued until the burnt offering was finished. That's powerful. Here we see that David understood singing in the spirit, otherwise he would not have prepared it for the for the people of Israel to experience the song of the Lord. Now, the song of the Lord began in the Old Covenant, and it continues even today. And I believe David did sing in the spirit. He didn't sing in tongues that we know of, He's saying, in the spirit, in Hebrew, okay? All right, now, why and how is this so important? Why is it important to pray in tongues and sing in tongues, which is triggered by praying in tongues? The Bible tells us something very powerful in Isaiah 30 that maybe many people have not noticed. In Isaiah 30, it talks about the fact that when we sing in the spirit, we confuse the enemy completely. Look at this with me. Oh, this is so thrilling, so exciting. Isaiah 30, I'm going to begin reading here at verse 29. 29. Ye shall have a song as in the night when a holy solemnity is kept and gladness of heart as when one goeth with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord, to the mighty one of Israel. Notice the song in the night, the song of the Lord, sung in holy solemnity or feast, when it's kept with gladness of heart, as when one 
is going with a, an instrument into the mountain, called it a pipe, into the mountain of the Lord or into his government, into his presence, to the mighty one of Israel. And now as a result of the song of the Lord, watch this, the Lord will cause his glorious voice to be heard. He will show the lightning down of his arm against the enemy, that is, with the indignation of his anger, with the flame of a devouring fire, with scattering and tempest and hailstones against who? The devil. When you and I pray in the spirit and sing in the spirit, God's voice is heard by the enemy. And now confusion comes to the enemy and destruction comes to Satan and all his devils and demons. When you and I pray in tongues, we need to pray in tongues today more than ever. Darkness has literally overpowered millions around the world. We need to pray in tongues. Sometimes we don't know how to pray for these people or how to pray for worldly conditions. But praying in tongues brings the voice of God against the devil. For it says, for through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian, who is that? Antichrist, be beaten down with smote with the rod. Here it shows that the gift of tongues will even destroy Antichrist one day through the church present in those days on earth. That's a whole different subject. I'm not going to get into that now, okay? Because there will be people of God in the during the, the great tribulation on earth. Of course they would, because they, they, they would be killed, it says. Many of them. But it says through the voice of the Lord, praying in the Spirit, singing in the, in the Spirit, will cause the voice of the Lord to be heard by the enemy, and the enemy is destroyed. It brings confusion and destruction to Satan, even today. Praying in the Spirit is mysteries unto God that no man understands, including the devil, brings confusion to his camp. Today, I'm going to pray God will refill you with the Holy Spirit. So you'll start praying in tongues more and see victories come to you you've never known even before. I'm telling you, when I've had crusades and meetings I just had, when the, when the blessed presence of Jesus becomes real to me, I begin praying in tongues sometimes so fast. I ask people to pray in tongues. That's when the healings begin. That's when people are healed. That's when demons bow and flee because people are praying in tongues. It confuses the enemy. I've seen miracles. Physical healings take place when people pray in tongues in our meetings. You probably have too if you've been to them. Now, the other thing is it breaks yokes of bondage. What is it that broke those chains in the book of Acts, chapter 16? When, when Paul and Silas began praising the Lord, remember that? It broke chains and brought revelation to the jailer who needed salvation. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Wow, it says we're praying and singing hymns is what it says here in the Greek. And the prisoners heard them. There was a sudden earthquake. The foundations of the prison were shaken. All the doors were open. And the keeper of the prison came and said, what must I do to be saved? God was so powerful in that prison. He convicted that man of his need for Jesus because he had heard them. Praise the Lord and sing unto the Lord. 
and he knew the gospel through those songs they were singing. What, what did he hear when they prayed? What, what did he hear when they sang? About Jesus. And he came and said, what must I do to be saved? All because of the song of the Lord that broke bondage that day. And yokes of bondage, it happened the same today in your life and my life continually if we keep praying in tongues. Praying in tongues is liberating. Like Isaiah said, refreshing to the weary. Hallelujah. And it brings us into the presence of the Lord. That's the key right here. In Psalm 22 and verse 3, Hallelujah, Lord, I give you all the praise for this. But thou art holy, O thou, that inhabitest the praises of Israel. This is talking about the song of the Lord. This is where God's presence manifests. This is where God becomes real to us. This is that ignites the song of the Lord. Now the voice of the Lord is heard. Now the enemy is defeated and destroyed and begins to flee. This is the time of victory for us from bondage, from bonds like, like uh, you know, Paul and Silas. Those chains came, came flying off them when they began praising the Lord. Okay? Now, let me talk about something else that's really important. How does it all start? Well, we have not, the Bible tells us in John, thank you, Jesus, I worship you, that the Holy Spirit did not come upon Jesus with measure. And he gives us the Holy Spirit without measure. And the Bible says so. Abundantly, it says in the book of Acts. He poured the Holy Ghost upon them abundantly. No limit. Let's not limit God to the second. Let's not limit God, say, double portion, okay, any, anymore, please. The double portion was in the Old Testament. Without measure, it's the, in the New Testament. The Spirit was given to the Lord John the Baptist, said, without measure to Jesus. He poured upon us the Holy Ghost, it says, abundantly, without limit. There's no limit. It says, rivers of living water shall flow out of your being. No limit to the rivers. No limit. Let's not limit God anymore. I've heard people say, you know, I want a double portion. I said, stop asking for double portion. We've gone beyond that now. Way beyond that. No limit to the power of God today. None whatsoever. I've had moments in my life and ministry, I thought my body would explode with the anointing. I'm telling you people, there's no limit to it. I've had moments I said, Lord, no more. If you give me any more, I'm going to blow up. That's a fact. That's a fact. There have been times in crusades I've said, Lord, take, take me home right now because I couldn't handle it. Take, take, take me home. The joy, unspeakable and full of glory. We, we didn't see that in the Old Covenant. Full of glory? That's not Old Covenant. That's New Covenant. Now watch what it says. It, Acts 2, okay? Now I just told you real quickly. All right, Acts 2. In Acts 2, we, 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 we have a secret in verse 4. It says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak. They spoke, he gave. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave. Now, they had to begin speaking before the, the Holy Spirit gave. They were filled, as you will be today, now, it says, as they began to speak, he gave. We act first. When we say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit today, whenever you will be filled, 
Now we speak, and he gives that gift, whether for the first time or all over again. Okay? So it says we, we are to desire spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians. It says desire them, desire them. Now, this is really important. In Acts 1.8, Jesus said, you shall receive power, authority. The word there is exousia. There is a big difference between the word dunamis, which comes at the new birth experience, and the word exousia, which comes when we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Dunamis comes once. Exousia comes repeatedly. I'm going to say it again. Dunamis is what God gives us as power for the new birth. But he shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you to be witnesses. That's exousia. Exousia comes repeatedly. And exousia means authority. Power, authority. Now maybe you have not read this in the New Testament in the Greek, but there are separate words in the Greek for power. Power is dunamis and exousia. Dunamis comes, that power comes for the new birth. Exousia comes for the infilling. Dunamis comes once. We are born again only one time. Exousia comes repeatedly when we ask. Today, God's going to give you exousia power to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And now that power becomes very effective with exousia. The power of the new birth becomes effective with the exousia that we receive afresh. Thank you, Lord. I'm telling you, I'm feeling it while I'm talking to you about this. Okay. Now, when that power comes, we begin to taste the power of the world to come. Hebrews 6 talks about that, verse 4 and 5. When that power comes, it brings the scriptures to remembrance. Believe me, there's been many times God reminded me of his promises when I'm praying in tongues and that exousia is flowing. And the presence of Jesus is tangible. Now you begin to move into the prophetic, the realm of the prophetic, and God begins to remind you and talk to you of things he's given you through his word and even when you've heard a prophecy given to you over the years. Suddenly it comes back with power on you. Um, that exousia gives us incredible guidance. In Romans 8.14, Paul talks about this. He said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Guidance, direction in every part, in every aspect of life happens with the power of God guiding and leading us which we need daily. Be filled with the Holy Spirit, Paul said today. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord, submitting to each other and more. That's daily. Because when he, when he said be filled in, in Ephesians 5.18, he said remain in a state of fullness is what the Greek says. Remain in a state of fullness and being filled with the Holy Spirit doesn't mean cup full. It means sail full of wind. You can fill a cup, it's going nowhere, except if you drink the water. 
if you if you fill sails with wind, the ship moves. So be filled like the wind fills the sails of a ship in those days and goes to a different direction, different place. There's movement, there's action. So even, even praying in the spirit, I believe, brings health to our bodies. I've seen it happen in my own meetings. But if the spirit of him that raised up, I'm reading Romans 8, 11, Jesus from the dead, what in you? He that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by a spirit that dwells in you. And it happens when that exudia is flowing through you. I've had people pray in tongues in our crusades for years. And when they pray in tongues, the word of knowledge starts working in me strong. And that's when the healings happen. That's when they they become jumping out of their wheelchairs. I'm telling you, I've seen this happen for the last, what, 48 years of my life. Praying in tongues is powerful. Powerful. I was in Jerusalem one time on a bus to speak at a conference. I went on the bus. I felt resistance from the enemy. I went on the bus, prayed in tongues. It broke. It broke. And the power of God hit, hit so hard. Before meetings, I would, I would in my you know, early days and still do it, I began praying in tongues in the back rooms, you know, and then get on that platform. Wow, it's there with power. Praying in tongues properly. But listen, listen. You can pray in tongues by willing it or by surrendering to the Lord and then he wills it. So that's praying with the Spirit, in the Spirit. But it's still powerful, whether with or in. It's more powerful when it's in the Spirit. Because with, it's sometimes it's repetitious. In, it's flowing like a river with new words coming out of you. And you've, you, 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 you've, that happen, you've had that happen in your life, I know it. Now, how to receive. Let's go quickly and then we're going to pray. In Acts... I am going to play worship while I'm talking about this because I want your faith now to be stirred. Okay? Acts 2. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. I love it. Verse 38. All right? So let's go. Acts 2, verse 38 says what? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you. Repentance is the first key. Turn and forsake your sin. Number two, Galatians chapter three. Thank you, Lord. And verse two, it says, this would I learn. Did you receive the spirit of God by works or by faith? Hearing of faith, number two. Number one, repent. Number two, hear the word of faith. That's why I'm teaching. Number three, Acts chapter five. Acts chapter five says we have to obey. In verse 32, Luke writes and says, We are his witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. Obey him. So, repentance, faith, obedience. Number four, Luke 11, Jesus said, and verse 13, the Lord said, If you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more will your heavenly Father Give the Holy Ghost to them that ask him, ask him. And finally, number five, Jesus said, come and drink. He is is inviting you right now, precious people of God. In John 7, 37, he says to you right now, right now he's saying to you, he said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, Out of his belly shall flow rivers 
of living water. Now open your mouth wide and God will fill it, the Bible says in the Psalms. Lord, fill them now. Oh, people of God, the anointing is here. Lift your hands and receive. Fill your people with the Holy Spirit afresh. Be filled. Be empowered with the Holy Spirit now. Be empowered to live the life with power. Exousia power. Be filled now in Jesus' name. Ask Him now, precious people of God. So, Lord, I'm sorry for my sin and I repent. And I accept by faith your promise, Lord. And I do obey you. And I'm so thirsty, Lord, right now. Fill me. And now receive. In the name of Jesus, as you ask it, Jesus said, ask, ask. And now receive. The blessed, fresh in filling of the Holy Spirit. Maro canta palvala al fitro niente quinte mano. Mente pilvela al metro pialba quinte me. Pray command of the Holy Ghost people. Niente miente quinte palvi muro. Muna canta al fitro niente. I worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Mene mene quinte palva me. Oh, blessed Lord, I give you praise. Receive your healing. Receive that blessed touch now in His holy and wonderful name. Amen. Don't you feel it? I do. Don't you sense it? I do. And as I began praying, my, my right hand became numb again, just lightly numb, but uh, He's here. Be healed in the name of Jesus. And be blessed. Be blessed in your walk. Be blessed in your life. Be blessed in your home and job. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, protect your people. For the glorious name's sake. Give them eyes to see and ear to hear. In Jesus' precious name. Wow. Thank you for being with me today. It's been so precious. And be with me tomorrow, please. It's going to be powerful tomorrow again. And now it's time to give. Yes, it's time to give. Because we love Him. We love the Gospel. We love the Word of God. And it's our privilege to give. It's our honor to give. We honor Him with our substance. It says, honor the Lord with your substance. And the first fruits of all your increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses will burst out with new wine. There's a, there's a flowing anointing right now. This is really the time to give, saints. Because when you give and the anointing is flowing, the grounds are moist. The grounds are moist. Do it now and God will bless you. I'm talking to someone who's been struggling with depression. The Lord has just healed you. The Lord has just healed you from depression. Lord, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I command the depression, go in Jesus' name. Even as you give, even as you give, God is healing the sick. Arthritis in someone's right arm has just been healed. You just move that arm, you'll feel the pain is leaving you right now as I'm talking. I see a lady named Samantha. 
you've had some complications with your pregnancy. You've had some complications with your pregnancy. And you've been to the doctor and they didn't know what to exactly do. God is taking care of it. Samantha, people call you Sam, I don't know why, but I, I, I just heard that from the Lord. God is taking care of it. Talking to the lady named Samantha, many people call her Sam. It's done. Lift your hands and thank him. You actually sense right now warmth over your body. You, you're going to have a beautiful child. Samantha, I'm talking to you. You're going to have a beautiful baby. All is well. All is beautifully well for you. You see what God does sometimes? I'm taking the offering, but the Lord is still moving like that. So you keep giving and receiving at the same time. Oh my goodness, somebody's ear, right ear just popped open. Someone's right ear just popped open. Lord, I rebuke that problem in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You, you can hear, put your finger on the left ear. You can hear me perfectly now for the first time in, I think, two or three years. You can hear me perfectly, perfectly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Last night, one of our guys, two nights ago, one, one of our guys was healed from an allergy he's had for years where he could not eat fish. And now he's totally fine. And the, and, and the Lord healed him while he was actually in my place. It wasn't even, even a service. You know, one of an anointing here. Receive in Jesus' name, be blessed in Jesus' name, and prosper. Prosper, people of God. Prosper in Jesus' name. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I will prosper. I will prosper. My future is better than my past and brighter than my past and more blessed than my past, more prosperous than my past. In Jesus' name. Amen. Here you can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. Go to our website, benin.org, or simply text BHM four five seven. Be with me tomorrow. I, I don't know what God will do, but I'm excited. Love you. Bye-bye.